you're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Right, get out of here with the podcast. Welcome to episode 36 of the Bossy Bitch Podcast. Today I am speaking to someone I have spoken to before and she was so popular the first time I decided that mm, I'd let her come on a second time. Listen to the end because at the end I want to tell you guys something exciting that I'm doing. But today it's Jess Wilson, my beautiful friend and nutritionist. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jess. Thank you for having me back. I feel honoured. It's the highest privilege, really it is. <laughs> I'm bowing. You can't see me, but I'm bowing. No, thank you for having me back. You've been dreaming about me, haven't you, Jess? I literally had this dream last. Are we allowed to go there? Can we just go straight there? Yes, let's go straight there. Okay, I, fuck so around. I knew that you and I were podcasting today and I had this dream about you last night, which I'm convinced just pretty much sums you up. and possibly also a little bit about all the craziness that's going on in the world. Anyway, so we were in a war, you know, like third world war sort of thing. And you and I got taken hostage and it was full on. It was like, you know, on your knees, guys in balaclavas, like it was. Yes. Yeah. And we got taken hostage in this like ruins kind of camp. I don't know. Maybe I've been watching too much SAS Australia. (laughs) And we got taken hostage and I remember trying to escape and I was trying to find you and I was climbing over these ruins and I saw you kind of over this wall, over these buildings, and you were busy giving business coaching advice to the people that had captured us. And I was <laughs> there going, Elsa, what are you doing? We now is not the time. <laughs> and I was like, that is the epitome, first of all, that you know how to wangle your way out of any situation. <laughs> When your life is in danger. But secondly, you're like, you know, you really need this advice that I'm giving you. (laughs) Have you guys thought about starting your own security company? I feel like this whole third world bullshit is beneath you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) That's so funny. What else is so funny is when, because you actually did, I haven't heard the full story. That's my first time hearing it, but I had a brief, you gave me a brief insight today when you messaged me. And what's so funny is yesterday in my group, mentoring, I had Shah Higginson come on and do, I hate calling it mindset, but I guess, you know, I call it mindset because people understand what it is, but she did a session with my group and it was about, you know, kind of removing limiting beliefs and getting, you know, in a really good, healthy, not mindset, but, you know, healthy (laughs) body space. Anyway, she spoke about symbolism and, you know, how you shouldn't wake up and Google your dreams. And I'm like, oh my God, I literally do that about four times a week. (laughs) Because I have the most fucked up dreams and I just literally roll over, get my phone and Google it because I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to end up in a nut house? I need to know what this means. And she was saying, you should not Google your symbols because your symbolism, whether it's a dream or, you know, like sometimes you see certain numbers for me, everyone knows it's 111 or sometimes animals, you know, you shouldn't Google it because it's what it means to you. There is no generic answer. So let's just make our own interpretation of your dream. You're going to be highly (laughs) successful in um, the underground, you know. (laughs) I'm choosing to believe. 
that if the world turned to shit, I would be the person you'd want by your side. Understand. Touch these people before we capture them. Can we have a really good business plan? <laughs> I'm not we saying market? that. You, like I feel like I'm a savior of some description. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and we are so off base here because this is so not what we're meant to be talking about today. But anyway, super funny and I feel honored to have featured in your dream and, you know, been handling out business advice to soldiers. Now, Jess, anyone who didn't listen to the episode you were in where we actually spoke about what you do, this time we're kind of speaking more about the business side of things. Can you just mm. tell everyone listening today a little bit about your business and what it is you do and how you help people? Thank you. I wrote a blog post on this today. You'll be very proud. Well, my people who helped me wrote a blog post on this today, (laughs) also, which you've told me to do, but I'm a functional nutritionist. And really what that means is that instead of kind of the old dietary approach of getting people to eat healthy, we're kind of looking at nutrition from the inside out. I do gut health, I do hormones, I do guest speaking. And yeah, I'm just really passionate about seeing people get their energy and their joy back. That's my wheelhouse beyond kind of healthy eating. I just really love it when people get their lives back by getting healthy again. And you really know your shit, which is why I let you come on here twice because, oh, you. you know, I said this in the last time you were on how I was like that person that used to pull the piss out of people that didn't eat gluten and now I don't eat gluten. So I am in awe of your knowledge around nutrition and you have converted me to so many things that I didn't in a million years think I would ever oh. convert to. So amazing at what you do, but Thank you. And you've you've done a really great job at rebranding in the last year as yeah. JessWilson.com. I'm Jess Wilson. Who the fuck are you? That's our tagline. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and anyway, when and I've worked with Jess, a little bit of a backstory. We worked together last year when Jess went through this huge rebrand, new logo, new business name, new website, new service offerings, mm-hmm. um, literally like world domination type stuff. And do you remember something that I said to you as that was all happening about what happens when you put yourself out there? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God, yes. And, you know, I think in a way I'm so grateful now for you having raised awareness for the fact that when you do put yourself out there, and I was kind of out there anyway, but under a business name, Mm. so sort of like, you know, one step removed. And you had said to me, you are going to need to have a really thick skin. Yeah, because you're not necessarily going to please everybody all the time. And I remember at the time, you know what I'm like, I'm so like happy and joy and everything's amazing. And I really didn't want to believe that as your business grows and as you put yourself out there more and more, the potential for catastrophe in terms of having to deal with people who don't like to see you succeed really just grows. So I do remember you saying to me that you better toughen up and you better get it really (laughs) skin and little did we know that we were going to need that advice haters are gonna hate (laughs) so corny but it's so true gosh it is true like I think if you genuinely show up as your authentic self and you actually do you the more you do you I think sometimes you repel certain people because they're not your people and that's okay I'm like constantly saying as soon as you get comfortable with not pleasing everyone and people not liking you probably the most successful why is that word so hard today successful you will be because when you try and please everybody you please no one Mm. and you are not a pizza you can't please everyone you probably don't even eat pizza do you hey hey come on (laughs) 
limits not get <laughs> I think yeah look I think I think you're so right and I think the more that we are our authentic selves I'm so glad that you use that word authentic because it's one of my core values authenticity joy love you know the things that I live mm-hmm. by both personally and in my business and through my clients and authenticity is such a big thing as you know when you were helping with my rebrand last year I was so terrified of losing that but when you stand as your authentic self it triggers people and that's not necessarily your stuff, but they can make it your stuff really quickly if you allow it. And that's what happened. There's actually a really good book around what you just said. It's called The Four Agreements. Have you yes. ever read it? Brilliant. Yes. Love, 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 love. Everybody needs to read that book. And it's actually, I'm not an audiobook person, but that is one that you can audiobook because it's kind of like four sections and it, it bangs out quite quickly. So if you're going for a walk or at the gym, The Four Agreements, if you're ever dealing with somebody else's opinions of you, I've listened to it numerous times. It is so valuable. So on that, a couple of weeks ago, I had a bit of a mayday. <laughs> I woke up on a Saturday morning <laughs> to a mayday from Jess. Oh my gosh, help me. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, look, I woke up to the mayday and then I just decided that I should relay that on to you because I woke up in the morning and I got notified through my, you know, Google, through my emails that two people had left some pretty horrible reviews. And when I read them, you know, they were Google reviews, they were targeted, they were awful, they were insulting, they were hurtful. And it wasn't even just hurtful personally, it was also really targeted at hurting my business, you know, saying things like I never get back to people and I'm always just chasing money and, you know, just all of this stuff that I was so shocked and horrified because it's exactly what I try not to be. And and I did panic. I 100% panicked. And particularly because I've got this brand new website and I haven't actually done the thing that you told me to do, which was go and get a bunch of good Google reviews. <laughs> so, you know. No, I gave you one. <laughs> you my only one at that point. And I, I did completely panic because I think we go straight to catastrophe in our mm. head. And I know well, that's pretty brutal too. I mean, I, I got up and read it and went, oof. Yeah, oh. and you know, I I couldn't think in my mind, was there someone that I knew that would have done this? There were two people and I was just so personally affronted by it. And even though you'd said to me that many months ago, these things will happen, I just am not very good at at not pleasing everybody. So this has been a good lesson in that. But yeah, that's what happened. And I I didn't have a plan at that point as to how I was going to deal with it in my business. And I was really worried that it even though it's probably a bit unfounded, you do tend to go straight to catastrophe in your brain and go, oh my God, somebody's out to take me down, you know? Yeah, 100%. You're not alone in that either though because I speak to, you know, it's one of my, I'm big on the foundations, the mm. foundations in place and one of the foundations is having your Google profile set up properly and collecting reviews if you can. And I, I speak to women every day that are like, oh, I've had a bad review before or I'm too scared to put it up because of getting bad reviews. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, we all are. It's gut-wrenching. Like, you know, you work so hard generally care and then you, you get one and we're all going to probably get one at some point like mm. it we're human beings we make mistakes we have bad days you know we fall off the wagon you're allowed to that's okay but yeah a lot of us live in fear of a getting it even opening ourselves up to reviews in case we get one and yeah. then you know b what happens when you do get that dreaded exactly. terrible review 
So you did a pretty good job at handling it after your little meltdown. <laughs> it was a pretty big meltdown. <laughs> but it actually all worked out really well from you for you. By the end of the day, I was like, those bad reviews were the best thing that could have I know, I know. And that's kind of what I'm hoping, you know, like today's podcast will inspire in people. And, and my whole philosophy with my business comes from my journey of turning bitter into better. So I'm like you, once I've, you know, once I've sort of had my meltdown and my moment, I'm very much into problem solving mode mm-hmm. and how can, how can we put a positive spin on it? So yeah, I'm happy to share how I did that. Yeah. We'd love to hear it. And then after you've shared, oh, I'm going to talk about the one time I got a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. So, you know, it really felt like bullying for me. I didn't know these people at all. I couldn't even think in my brain who I might have, you know, pissed off to that extent. Not to say that I don't piss people off. I'm sure I do. But I just, you know, there wasn't anyone obvious that came to mind. So the whole approach of, well, I'll go directly to that person wasn't going to work. And, you know, I did the first thing that I always do, which is reach out to my community, like my socials networks, my clients. And it wasn't as a strategy to get them to make the problem go away. It was more just, I remember having this moment of going, I'm the one that always helps everybody else. That's my job. It's my purpose. It's what I do. And right now I need help. I'm really upset by this. I don't know what to do about it. And you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. You taught me that. My mum taught me that. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't ask, you don't get. And I very, very rarely ask for anything from my community, my followers, you know, my clients. And so I just jumped on the stories and I think I might've even sent an email campaign out. And I just said, this has happened and it's really hurt my feelings. And if I've helped you in some way along your journey, would you mind just jumping onto Google and leaving me a review so that we can push the trolls down? By that point, I'd figured out that they were, you know, total trolls, people that I didn't know. And, and I just asked, I just put it out there and said, you know, could anybody help? And I was expecting maybe a couple of reviews and that would give me like a, you know, bring me up to at least two and a half stars from one out of five. And I think we ended up with 31 reviews. 30. Yeah, you did. 30. Yeah. In the space of 24 hours or 48 hours, I had this entire community of people whose lives I've obviously helped in some way or another jump onto Google and leave me these absolutely beautiful inspiring, heartfelt reviews. And it was such an emotional time for me. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up like, you know, it really, those two bad reviews really didn't even matter at the end of the day. No. And they were good reviews that you got too. Like people left really genuine, amazing, nice, you know, (laughs) words. They weren't just a, you know, tick the five stars to help you out. They actually took the time to leave really glowing reviews, which then in turn for you, not only is that now amazing that you have all those beautiful reviews on your Google profile, you know, you just got like a year's worth of social media content. (laughs) It was like the greatest marketing exercise of all time. And and it was, I have to share a kind of the last part of the story just very quickly. You know, it was such a, it was such a good example of how the bullies never win. And if you just authentically, I jumped on my stories and just asked for help. You know, we are wired for community. We're wired to help other people. We don't want to see the bullies win. And that's exactly what happened. But I have to tell you just very quickly, a couple of weeks later, 
maybe coincidence, but I'm picking definitely not. The name of the person that had left me that first awful review all of a sudden ended up frequenting my inbox, sending me these emails because he owned a digital, one of those spammy kind of digital marketing agencies. And he was like, oh, I've noticed that you don't really have SEO or that your website needs awkward <laughs> reviews. And I'm not going to say the name, Ken. If you're out there, Ken, and you're listening, I know it's you, but we'll it was, find you. And I just thought to someone, like, how many people do you know that are named Ken? I don't know any. And he was the guy that had left the bad review. So actually, I think now that it was one of those really awful, you know, those strategies yes. use. Apparently, yes. it's a thing. Yeah, well, it was brutal and it was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Ken, you jerk. My nephew's name is Ken, but I swear he's way too young to be indulging in these kinds of activities. Sorry, little Ken. (laughs) Yeah, look, such a big thing, isn't it? And I think on what you just said, though, I want to visit this because everyone did. You were very genuine and authentic in your asking for help, but you don't just ask your community for help and they all run and flock and leave you the reviews. They... The reason everyone was so happy to come and leave those reviews was because for the last however many years you have shown up and I've worked with you and I've seen you go, I've seen you create your Facebook group from nothing, from scratch, you know, I completely take credit for that. (laughs) I've seen you grow your business in the last 12 months and you show up for your community like no one else. I actually am constantly saying to my clients, go and have a look at Jess Wilson, like she's who's doing it right in the Facebook groups and things like that because you give so much for free, you go above and beyond. And so therefore, and this is something I have said time and time again in lots of my different podcasts, when you make community and showing up and being good human and going above and beyond with your service and your client service, again, another really, really good book at the moment I'm reading is called Go-Giver. Amazing. But when you do that, then when you know the shit hits the ceiling for you or something you know, happens that's not great, then your community then shows up for you in return. So it wasn't just that, you know, you got the bad reviews and you were so lucky you got on social media and all your fans flocked. No, you'd actually, the years of putting in the hard work and showing up for your clients above and beyond then meant that they were more than happy to come and save the day. Absolutely. And- it was, and they were just so beautiful to read those reviews and, and see that impact that I'd had in people's lives. And I know that you talk a lot about imposter syndrome, but if there was ever a time, you know, that I really felt validated that the way that I show up and the way that I give in my business was having that ripple effect that I'm desperately hoping that it will, that was the perfect exercise to show me that. So thanks, Ken. Yeah. Screw you, Ken. We had the last laugh. (laughs) So there's a lot of lessons in that. And I want to just before we finish up, tell one story about when I did once get a bad review, literally the only time I got a bad review. And I, you know, like any normal person, I stalked the person that left the review, managed to find out who they were. Well Went done. and started taking photos of their children leaving their school. No, just kidding. <laughs> I phoned the client and Do you remember the whole security in the dream and just mentoring <laughs> them how to start a security company with a bit of a theme? Yeah, there's definitely a theme rolling here. A little bit of psychotic might be trickling through. But I rang the client and she was kind of like, Elsa, I was upset because I emailed you that I had this issue and you didn't get back to me. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I didn't, I swear I did not get that email and I'm going to go and look for it right now and 
what had happened was I had recently migrated my website to a new website platform and I, unbeknownst to me, I wasn't receiving the emails via my contact page. Oh. So I didn't see it. And I said to her, went back to her and said that. And I said, and she said, I always thought you were someone that generally cared about your clients. And I'm like, oh, oh, 100% I am. So she actually was more upset that I hadn't responded to her email than what had actually taken place and, in my yeah. business with one of my staff members. And she said to me, Elsa, I've been coming to your business business for years and I've always loved it. And I was like, yet you never left a good review. (laughs) All those years of coming and so happy and you never jumped on and gave me a five-star good review. So anyway, we managed to resolve it and she took it down, which is the dream scenario. But in the future, I think the way you handled it was perfect. I think you can respond and you should respond in a really beautiful and kind manner. I always kind of come back with, I'd love to fix this and resolve it. Please give me a call and things like that. Because then people are very forgiving. You don't have to have perfect reviews. People can see the one bad one and then the, the 30 good ones and they're, they're going to apply common sense to that scenario. Yeah. So a lot of lessons in there, but I think genuinely showing up and being a good human <laughs> before the day comes for you to get a bad review, then you will have a community that's going to come and with their pitchforks and they're going to shun Ken from the internet. (laughs) Absolutely. And can I also just throw in that, you know, if I hadn't had you as my business mentor and I hadn't have had you coaching me, not just with all the kind of glory and the fun stuff and that your business is going to grow and, you know, it's all going to be amazing. You gave me some really good reality checks early on. And it's so important because even though I did panic, I still remember feeling like it was okay because you had said to me this might happen. So it wasn't completely unexpected. And that was just such a powerful thing for me because I love to live in a positive mindset where I don't think anything bad's ever going to happen. But I I needed to know that these were the kind of obstacles that I might face along the way so that when they did come along, I wasn't completely floored by it. But I think a lot of people that are not brave enough would kind of just retreat at that point. 100%. A hundred percent or they'd be too embarrassed Mm -hmm. to get onto their socials and say, Mm -hmm. this has happened because they wouldn't want anyone to know or to see it. But you just owned it and was like, this is horrible. I'm really devastated. And you knew you had enough because if you, you know within yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what your values are. You know how you show up in your business and you knew with confidence that that's not who you were as a person and you knew that your, your community would know that and wouldn't read that and go, oh, Oh my gosh, like, you know. Absolutely. And I think um, your self-belief is a great lesson in all 100%. Of that. A hundred percent. So on that note, and just thank you for saying those beautiful words about me before. I just want everyone to know that you weren't paid to say that. That was genuine. (laughs) (laughs) And if anyone's listening and they've worked with Jess before, please go and leave her a five-star review. If you had a good experience on Google or Facebook, don't wait for a crisis. And likewise, do you want to know how podcasts get really popular and successful? (laughs) Go. Reviews. (laughs) Reviews and subscriptions. So, you know, if you've got a minute up your sleeve, just go and review both of us. That would be amazing. Thank you so much, Jess, for being so brave and sharing your trolling experience with all my listeners. And I hope that this conversation kind of encourages people to be brave and put their Google profiles up, open themselves up to reviews. And, you know, you're probably going to get a bad one. That is, it's okay. It's going to be okay. 
Absolutely. Maybe you should have probably listened to me at the start and been collecting them before it got to that day, but we won't go there. And I promised I had something at the end of this podcast to share with everyone, and that is, so we spoke, Jess and I spoke about my coaching today, but I have recently decided to launch a three-month coaching program where I'm going to be using the Voxer app, which I just can't believe I haven't thought to do this sooner. I love Voxer. Game changer. Like, I'm just like, why am I not using this? So, essentially, what happens is I still coach in person. Like, we show up for a session, and you know, that's via Zoom for people that live remotely or just not near me. And but then Voxer to send back and forward voice messaging. We can speak on the daily. You know what it's like, Jess, how we love to throw ideas around. I am I such do. a vocal and so are you. We love a voice message. So much easier, so much more convenient, so amazing for just keeping clients on track. So that is something I am launching any day now. So if you're listening to this and you'd like to know more about my Voxer coaching, please shoot me an email at hello at elsamitchell.com.au. And if you're looking to make some healthy changes in your life, I will have all the links to Jess in my show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.